0: The Frozen North, Episode Thirty Our Top Five Western RPGs.
1: Hello, and welcome to Episode. 30 of the frozen north uh my name is jj and as you can tell my voice is back Uh, for the most part at least i still have a tiny bit of a cough but as mark had uh, pointed out last week my immune system does suck so that's very true (laughs) it it does absolutely i'm I'm here with my two buddies as always first up we got
0: brian yo guys brian in the house technically is correct i am in a house you are definitely Uh, no lies no lies i'm not a liar
1: And, uh, alongside Brian and myself, we have our good friend and cohort, Mark.
2: Howdy, (laughs) (laughs) y'all!
0: Wait. And as always, he leaves us speechless. (laughs) What? Wait, what? You tried to do the inhale thing, didn't you? Yeah. That
1: was tough to do.
2: Yeah,
1: it was. How do you know it was tough to do? He's the one that did it. Because,
0: JJ... I mean, we're not doing this. The whole, whole episode. episode. The, the whole episode. episode that way. I will just stop no, recording stop right it, now. And we'll go back and remaster episodes 1 through 30. It'll just be me by myself. No, don't. <laughs> no, but Mark, Mark, we uh, we love you dearly, and we love your howdy, y'all, in all iterations. Do I, do I have cancer? Well. What? Cancer?
2: I, felt, I felt like he was telling me that to brace oh, me for the bad like news. His, you know, we love <laughs> you, we voice, adore you, but. You have
0: cancer. <laughs> yeah. That's wow. But yeah, you it. don't though. So well you do technically, but nothing's malignant, so
2: Yeah.
0: We're just technical here.
2: No, it's true. I mean It's true you have cancer? No, like everybody everyone has by the time cancer. they're like thirty is yeah. guaranteed to have cancerous cells in their body. Correct.
1: As and I'm sure it's tough to discern from the way we're talking right now, Let's this per- is a podcast about video games, story-focused video games to be more precise. That's right. Uh, unfortunately, my two colleagues here
0: are... Uh, we were talking about Parasite Eve. They were... Yeah, sure. <laughs> have you played Parasite Eve? Uh, I watched my brother play it. What a shocker. What a shocker.
1: Uh, oh, wow. Why did I even ask? I didn't, why did I, I even ask? I played a demo <clears throat>
2: disc. You remember demo
1: discs? I do. Absolutely. <clears throat> Those were the days. I still have my, uh, my Xeno Gear's demo disc. Nice, yeah, pretty sweet. What um, game did that come with? Uh, you know what? It may have come with Parasite Eve. That's actually it. pretty. Whoa, whoa! It may have. But, uh, maybe Brave Fencer Musashi. I yeah. Think
2: about
1: Xenogears demo disc. We're looking at our uh,
0: producer right now. Our producer it's is old.
1: It's old. I think. It, it, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe just like, we yes, got a maybe. We got a I solid hundred percent maybe. Either way, I have a demo disc that has Xeno Gears on it. So, and finally, cool. speaking
0: of Xeno Gears, somebody finished it. Oh, Brian, what you been playing? <laughs> Pretty much only Xeno Gears. I uh, wanted to power through it. I know we got to get going on a little FFVI, so uh, I decided to beat the crap out of Xeno Gears. Which I did. I beat it uh, just today. In fact, before I came over to record this here podcast. Excellent. What do yeah. you think? Uh, first disc, excellent. Second disc, not as excellent, but still a solid game. Reiter- it reaffirmed my like of JRPGs, but I still find other mediums of storytelling much more enjoyable than JRPGs. It's it's kind
1: of I mean you know considering it's my second favorite game of all time. Um, but it's like just a little kind of saddening, just because of the potential that yeah. it had, especially knowing that there were going to be so many other games that were coming out in the series, right? Um, before they you know rushed through the second half, it was just uh, the the implications of what could have been were just like, oh man, yeah, cause that they, would have been so cool to have more games. The like that. second disc was definitely a swing and
0: a miss. Yeah, so. So, I mean, it's still, yeah, like you said, it's still solid. still game a very overall, good game. Though. But I kind of, after I got done beating it, I was like, man, you know, it's a super long game. I think I clocked in about 70 hours. But I was just like, man, you know, I like JRPGs a lot, but I would never put this in my top genre for getting my storytelling. Just every time I get through a JRPG, I'm like, I just find a lot of holes in all the plots that could have just been completely uh, trimmed away to you know, make a streamlined plot. But, you know, sure. that's my opinion. And I know that everybody else has their own. So, you know, to each their own. No, absolutely. I'm sure somebody out there would rebut McIntyre. Oh yeah, bam.
2: <laughs> Mark, what have you been playing? I've been playing solely The Witcher. Solely. Yep. <laughs> the Witcher. You don't need to
1: go into too much detail because on our uh, next week's episode, we're going to be doing a review of it. So. That's right. But uh, I mean, what what do you think? Do you like it? Dislike <laughs> it?
2: I think I you can feel see, about the same way I do. About I can it. see the things that are good about it, right. but there's a lot of stuff that's holding it back, in my opinion. It's very rough the around
1: page. the edges. Yep. That about it? That's Just it. Solely the Witcher. That's it. All right. Uh, me, I've been playing a little bit of The Witcher, and uh, I mean, when we do our review, we'll talk about you know that a little more. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I picked up. Uh, I found my old Game Boy Advance SP, and I found my Dragon Quest one and two. Whoa. Nice. Richard, yeah. So I started playing the first Dragon Quest. Where you have to click to go upstairs? Uh, no. No, they were no, meant, no, no. They no. Made that's that not like okay. Yeah, it's a little bit better, but it's uh, you know what? It's actually pretty solid. Yeah. for for an old school game, and I, and you know me, I like the old school stuff, so I'm having a good time with it. But it's very grindy, <laughs> as a Dragon Quest so, game should yes, be. Yes, absolutely. So, but it's it's one of those where it's on my SP, so I'm I'm watching TV and playing, just getting some experience. Bam, good stuff. That's the Brian way. All right, good stuff, guys. Well. As always, we uh, we encourage you to uh, send us your feedback. Hit us up at our email address at frozennorthpodcast at gmail dot com. Check out our website at fngaming.net. dot net. We've uh, we got a pretty solid forum going on there, and uh, we got more and more people joining. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'd say we're up to a couple of people coming in every week now, and, yeah. and it's always cool to see like somebody come in and you see. One post and it's like, oh, that guy just joined, sweet, woo! Exactly. Uh, but uh, I mean, everybody's everybody's getting in on the uh, the discussions and it's that's uh, that's how I feel every time Brian posts. <laughs> that's
0: uh, I, my true. posts are <laughs> like, my posts are like, what's a really rare Pokemon that you f- see very rarely, but they go away quick. Yep, yep. Mewtwo. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. I don't know. Oh boy, I was trying to throw in a Pokemon reference, but I was way out of my element, Donnie. <laughs>
1: Check out our uh, but yeah, that's our website, fn We we really, really we're trying to get more traffic there, so please just just go check it out. Um let us know what you think. Uh Facebook, we have a Facebook uh, Facebook.com slash the frozen north, Twitter at Fn Podcast, we have a blog at frozen We're on iTunes, we'd appreciate you to subscribe and rate us on there. And just like I said, we we want some feedback. So if, uh, if you
2: haven't followed us on Twitter yet. Please follow us because JJ's personal account now has more followers than <laughs> I. Our I noticed show that, and I, I
1: don't know what I'm doing any different than you. You post more than I do on there. Could be my looks. Uh, uh, I you, am gorgeous. You
2: post more on certain types of like interactive Twitter accounts, so they oh like, like do I follow people and stuff. and stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm more. Social. I kind of put out. I'm more social on, on social news, media.
2: I put out like news articles <laughs> that I thought were interesting. Yeah, well, I'm not going to like go. Okay, someone says, "What's your favorite RPG?" I'm not going to answer for all three of us. <laughs>
0: It, it'd be hard to do do a mashup why not I sh- i'm gonna start like go on there be responding like mark, the worst possible answers no mark go it's Mass Effect, week co final fantasy six it in
2: i'm gonna actually do that
0: yeah just
1: put yeah go put uh i mean you could probably fit that in there just say brian mass effect jj final fantasy six mark uh mystic quest
2: perfect I mean, whatever
1: you got a plan so yeah a uh, couple of quick shout outs i wanted to give real quick one um if you have listened to the show for a while, you know that I uh, I go on a cruise every year. In uh, it's usually around January, February ish. Where I mean, it's not really video game focused, but it's it's more board game and just internet celebrity geekiness and stuff. Like I got to meet Will Wheaton last time, uh, Paul and Storm, whole bunch of internet celebrities and just really really cool people. And they literally like walk around and and hang out with you, and it's it's just a, an absolute blast. Uh, but the uh, the booking just went open for the public again for. The one in 2015 for next year, and it's uh, going to be at the end of January so uh, check out their website at jococruisecrazy.com it's uh it's going to be a good time and you know if any if anybody's there and I, I know I talked to a couple of people about the show, so if you're uh, that when I was on the cruise this year, so if you're you know listening now and uh, you're going to be there again, let me know because I'd love to meet up and chat and hang out so I'll be there. It'll be a good time. Trying to get Mark to go, but uh, he's just yeah, got a million other things going on. It's yeah. it's not it's not cheap either. So <laughs> yeah, especially you know if, when you've got stuff that you actually have to do rather than right. just taking a vacation. So mm-hmm. really understandable. Also wanted to give another shout out to uh, the Speed Gamers again. I know we we've talked about them a million times on the show, but they're doing another marathon uh, June twentieth through the twenty seventh. They're doing their Pokemon marathon. Which ooh man, it was, the last one they did was such a good time. It was I'm pretty sure it was a week long as well. But they literally go through every game and collect every single one, Ooh. and they stream the whole thing live and do like little uh, little shows and segments in between, and it's just it's just such a good time. TSG.TV is their website. Go check them out, support them, and uh, yeah, it'll, it'll be a uh, be a good time. All right, let's get into it, Brian. What
0: do you got for news, All man? All right, guys, your uh, newscast is coming out coming at you quick here with a Nintendo announcement. Uh, there's going to be coming. Pretty quick, a GameCube controller adapter for the Wii U. But um, oh, real quick,
1: I just want to point out something. Uh-huh. I did not say subscribe. No, oh, subscribe. what? So no subscribe. <laughs> How are they gonna? I just realized that. Know what to do? How, yeah,
0: I what? What subscribe? Please subscribe on yeah. iTunes. Please subscribe. All right, go ahead, Brian. Uh, GameCube <laughs> controller adapter, guys. Um, I have a feeling this is more geared towards Smashy. It is Smashy's, but right. uh, applications for this are pretty exciting. Uh, as maybe uh, at some point, Virtual Console will be uh, stocked with some GameCube games. Yeah, that's a good idea. I mean, so I'm excited for it. I mean, I'm excited for Smash Brothers as well, but I just think that that application kind of shows that they're going to look at maybe some maybe some older applications. I think it's possible, but I mean, the Wii you could use GameCube controllers too, and they didn't. put only the Gen One. Mm-hmm. After the Gen One Wii, you couldn't use the GameCube controllers anymore. Really? Yeah, they didn't have the little uh, plugins. I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so like the new ones that came out, like the colored ones, they didn't have that little flip-up thing anymore. No joke. So, yeah. And they weren't backwards compatible either, so it was like... Really? So even if I put the GameCube controllers on it, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm thinking of get backwards compatibility. I could be, but all I I do know is that uh, the Gen 1 Wii's are the only Wii's that play GameCube games.
1: Mine certainly does.
0: Yeah. Hmm.
2: I haven't tried mine. I hope it does.
0: Yeah, for all those GameCube games that you play. Oh, well,
2: I could conceivably play a GameCube <laughs> game.
0: Uh, um, I recommend uh, Skies of Arcadia, sir.
2: Yeah, But there's a remastered version.
0: For the GameCube. For the GameCube. Oh, yeah. That's well, the, the one. There you have it. <laughs> it originally came out on the Dreamcast. Correct. That's right. By saying I have it. But I haven't played it.
1: Backlog. Backlog. Don't <laughs> shake your head at me like you play <laughs> GameCube games all the time. Like, oh. how dare you, sir? How dare oh. you? Um, next, right. uh,
0: next article is about changes coming to PS Plus Instant Game Collection. It's going to be coming up here in June. Uh, the six PlayStation Plus titles for June have been announced, along with some changes coming to the program. Starting in June, each month will feature two titles for each platform. Uh, basically, the two for the four, two for the three, and two for the Vita. So you'll kind of have a nice little smorgasbord to choose from. Uh, in addition, starting in July, all six games will be available from the first Tuesday of the month to until the first Tuesday of the following month. Additionally, some long time titles will be phased out soon, so it is a good idea to uh, lock up those licenses, guys. Uh, just a little side note some of the games coming out this month are going to feature uh, Trying to Complete Story, Pixel Junk Shooter, Ultimate for PS4. PS3 owners will get NBA 2K14, Woohoo! Woo! And Sly Cooper, Thieves in Time. <laughs> Uh, and then we'll get some Terraria and some Mutant Max nice. Deluxe for Vita. So have you sp- played
2: Terraria? I have not yet. It's pretty cool. You should pick it up. JJ likes it. Side scroller. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean,
1: I, you know what I feel about Terraria the same way I feel about The Witcher. You
2: know, and what we'll I mean. find out in a week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you know yep. what I mean. Yeah, just, just Foreshado- foreshadowing.
0: <laughs> uh Moving on to the next article, EA. What? Closes Mythic Entertainment. They boarded them up. They said goodbye. Um, the reason this is news notable to us is because Mythic did a lot of story focused games. Um, so I played Dark Age of Camelot for years. Yeah, that's upsetting. Um, yeah. And this is kind of more of a EA's move towards mobile. Um, they're really, really ramping up their cockles that's for so awesome. Yeah, for uh, a, a storm on the mobile front beaches of gaming. So EA is, is poised to really just slather the market with mobile games. <laughs> uh anyway, uh moving on to our next article. Uh CD Project Red, uh as you know from the uh, Witcher series, and Good Old Games, or GOG.com, dot com. Yeah. Set summer conference for Witcher 3 details. Woo! Uh, learn about the Collector's Edition and other details in a live stream. going to be coming up this week here. Mm-hmm. Uh, CD Projekt Red uh, and online game store GOG.com announced today that it will be holding a summer conference on June 5th at 11 a.m. Pacific time. Specific time. Specific. Specific. It will be live streamed at uh, com backslash stream. It's pretty complicated. Yep. Are you going um, to look into that Collector's Edition? I am. I'm probably going to get it, yeah. It's Witcher's among my favorite series, so... Does it come with a silver-plated sword? It better. <laughs> People can expect to see more than the Witcher, on The Witcher 3, Wild Hunt. Uh, during the live stream, they will discuss the game's pre-order details, as well as unveiling the Collector's Edition. And new footage of the game will be broadcast as well. So, definitely a conference I'm going to have to take a look at. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Our next bit of... A uh, newsworthy notes comes out with the uh, the order 1886 that mysterious game that debuted at last year's E3 for the PS4 exclusive. That's uh, going to miss its 2014 date coming. Uh, you know, probably early TBD 2015. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have said, "quote uh, We decided to spend some extra time to deliver on the promises we made when we first introduced the game." First point is that's excellent. I, I'm glad a company is uh, taking the time. I call it the Blizzard effect, basically yep. telling their their overlords, "It's done when it's done. Stop bugging me." Uh, but on the other hand, I want to ask them what promises all you showed us was a CG video, and that's a good yeah. point. <laughs> so I, you know, hey, maybe they mean promises to, uh, uh, you know, to their overlords. Uh, Ready at dawn, though, is the one who's doing it. Um, I actually, uh, I think Ready at Dawn to the. The God of War games for the V uh, for the PSP. Oh, cool! So, were they good? They, yes, they were. So, uh, they have good chops. Um, there's laughing going on. Just, just because the market's like, oh, awesome! That's great. Were they good? <laughs> I love your enthusiasm. Oh, I'm back on you. I'm cheering no, up. No, no,
1: no, no.
2: Now, uh, this is a,
0: just a uh, move. Next article is just a rumor. I want to make that clear. It is a rumor, but I like the the odds of this. It's
2: guaranteed. We're confirming the rumor right now. <laughs> Or <laughs> confirming the rumor. Confirming
0: the rumor. But Attack on Titan, a uh, 3DS game that is out in Japan, uh, may be coming to North America. Uh, I, for one, love that show. I discovered it uh, after being told that it was good on Netflix. Um, Japanese developer Spike Chunsoft is pursuing a North American release for its Nintendo 3DS adaptation of the popular manga series Attack on Titan. Silicon Era reports this uh Spike Chunsoft's attack on Titan game titled Shingeki no Kyojin: Shinjiru Saigo no Tsubasa launched in Japan Wow, that was bad. In I know. <laughs> yep. Launched in Japan in December, selling almost 100,000 copies in its debut week according to Silicon Era. So, I hope that comes over. That'd be fun. Be a fun little
1: It's a it's s- a huge huge show.
0: Yeah, well, think so. about the applications for gaming, you know, swinging around on on your you know uh four dimensional movement devices
1: like spider man
0: yeah or three d yeah exactly <laughs> um next uh I guess this is a little bit of good news for us hardcore gamers um mobile devices are getting dragon quest eight, it's a pretty hefty game
1: I, yeah, I was gonna say i mean i i think it's cool, like great,
0: but like man i i I play that game, and it's massive, oh god yeah that's one of the biggest uh RPGs to come to mobile that I can think of. Um, it was first released on PlayStation in 2004. Um, Ten years later, the title is still available. It's a very popular entry. I think it's really kind of good. I mean, there's a whole section of people who just play on mobile platforms. And, sure, you know, they get in, I don't know if they're really going to be able to dive into this game, but you know, you might get. A, we might went over a few more. Yeah, it's, uh,
1: I, I think it's just cooler just to know that they can do something like this. Like, yeah. they can put something that's that
0: huge yep. into the palm. And of they your can hand, reconfigure you know? the control system for, like, the world map and the battle system. So yep. And the menus. So it's pretty uh, pretty neato-petito, guys. Neato-petito. Neato-petito. Correct. Uh, that is your news for this podcast. Uh, my name is Brian, and I am the guy who read you the news just now. <laughs> All right. You sure are. I'm coming I'm, up.
1: Whoop. Go ahead. Go ahead. Done. No, oh, we, you're done? We haven't done a noise in a while. For a segment change, okay, uh, Mark. Why don't you give us a noise that reflects the sound of a spotlight being turned on?
0: So I had a horn in there. I was thinking like click, <laughs> like like or horn. something,
1: <laughs> but I think he's like thinking like a, a spotlight on the front of a ship. Oh,
2: yeah, come on, you know, you're doing like the whole It's World War II the spotlights so, going on. Uh, it's it's over in London. <laughs> in the can't water. can't say with a straight face. Yep. <laughs> and there's the the Blitzkrieg is, is happening. Blitzkrieg. Is that? Blitzkrieg. Got that. That's right. That's how we're doing it. Blitzkrieg. Okay. The British they're using their newly invented radar technology what? to spot the planes mm-hmm.
1: yeah, for the, for the Blitzkrieg.
2: That's right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Spotlight. How about a spotlight this week, Mark? All right. This week on this spotlight, we are talking about a new game called Shyness by French studios Inigami and Innis Interactive. This is being touted as sort of an RPG in the Japanese tradition, but with active manga style combat, Uh, sort of a rhythmic... Kinetic kind of combat, just, you know, action RPG style, but the plot of Shyness goes something like, long ago, all life on the planet named Mahira was linked together by spiritual energy called Shai or Sh... I'm not sure how it's pronounced. She? Shy? How is it spelled? S-H-I. She. She. As the she dwindled and war enveloped the world, the heart of the planet collapsed. The planet split apart into floating landmasses called Meteora. So now instead of having a whole planet there's these different continents that are sort of like just these floating land masses and they're all at war with each other. They're all trying to gain power for themselves. Uh, You're also going to play as characters from different races so you've got humans. Uh, You've also got another race that's sort of like a rodent-human kind of hybrid and the last race is sort of like a wolf or tiger kind of race. All working together. The cool thing that they're doing that I haven't seen done in a lot of games is they've made a fully fictional language. Ooh. So it's all voice acted. They actually have six, uh, seven voice actors from a uh, school in Paris working together. See so, what I just did? No. Oh, he uh, actually just I just backed it. it. Boom. Because of my yeah, uh, spotty, <laughs> yeah, nervous awesome. pitch of this game. <laughs> no, it looks great. It really does. Uh, so, yeah, Yeah. It, I just backed it. Gorgeous graphics, got sort of a pastel, very colorful, cartoony uh, art style to it. It kind of strikes me as sort of like a Beyond Good and Evil style game, or maybe a
0: Zelda type game, where it's pseudo open world, but not fully open world. Does it say on there, Mark, uh, what engine, proprietary engine they're using? It does. Yep. They're using uh, the Unreal Engine. Good, good. So, there you have it. I always like to know the engine, because you can kind of get a feel for what
2: the flavor is going to be like. Mm Mm-hmm. They're asking for one hundred thousand dollars, and I haven't checked since Friday. But yep, they're at one hundred and two thousand six hundred now, with six days to go. I still recommend that everyone go. Everyone who's listening, uh, go on there, check it out, consider donating because if they get one hundred and forty thousand dollars, they'll do a PS four release. Oh wow! Yeah, PS four and Xbox a huge one. deal. PS four and Xbox One. Cool. Yep. So <clears throat> you have that. Uh, the reason there 's two studios involved is because Inigami is actually making the game, and in I- interactive I believe is making a cross media sort of companion manga to go with it. Oh, very cool.
0: It looks really, really good i mean it, it does wow is it Unreal Engine three or four that they 're using uh, i'm it's not gotta sure to be says 3. That. I I can't imagine anybody's bought four yet, and especially right. a small, especially a small company.
2: Well, it could be with the new the way they're doing like True. the new licensing, the licensing structure they have. Yeah, but I don't think they specify.
0: Okay, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go with three just because I, I don't. I, I figured they would put that out there, like, hey, we're using the new Unreal four and it's gonna be great. But <laughs> three's still great. Still, it's a great engine. So, and
2: they're kind of taking the uh, the CD Projekt Red approach to yep. mission structure, where they they don't want to have just chores. Given to you, they want to always have like a really cool plot and justification for everything. Yep, they've got a solid development team. They've they've got a lot of games under their belt already individually. The art style is and beautiful. Too. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Super awesome art style. the The main characters look great. It looks like a professional, like you'd think it was made by like sixty people, like a, a full size studio, a full studio. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's that's Very all good. I really have to say about it. Go check it out on Kickstarter. Donate some money because I want to see it on Xbox One and PS four. And it's spelled S H I N E S S.
0: So would that mean it's called Sheenus? Sheenus, I guess, yeah. Shiness. Uh, I don't know Shines. Shines. I
1: don't know. Either way.
2: It's a fictional language. I so. I,
1: I would imagine it's probably gonna be Sheenus just because of the way either way. Yeah. I mean, it's just just go check it out. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, freaking incredible looking.
2: Go check it out, or I'll yell at you.
1: Yeah, he will. He will. He'll do it. He'll
0: come to your <laughs> yeah, house. I, and yell I at backed
1: you. it on the show. Yeah, look at Pretty that. Sweet. A
0: live backing, guys. made myself a digital copy. Woo!
1: Yeah, woo, woo, woo! All right, moving along. We got our top five for the week, kids. Top five time. To woo, do. do you want another sound effect? Um, what kind of sound effect should he do? Do one. Are oh, like, tell
2: me what sound effect yeah, to do? Yeah, like I try this. to tell you
0: every time. Do one. Do a do a sound effect that represents Western JRPG music in a modern day. Western JRPG? Yeah. <laughs> I meant Western. Do a sound effect that represents Western RPG music in a modern day setting. <laughs>
1: So there you have it. <laughs> All right. I did. Uh, yep. Okay. You know I can't what? really I can just, argue. I can cut that <laughs> out and use that. I can use that every time <inaudible> we do a <inaudible> uh, top five.
0: Now. <inaudible> <inaudible>
1: <inaudible> 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 okay. That sounds like <inaudible> <a>. <inaudible> no, we get Mark.
0: It. That sounds like MIDI music. And I said modern. We get what? Come on, <inaudible> this is Mark we're talking about. There you go. This <inaudible> is <inaudible> the. Yeah. <inaudible> yeah. <inaudible> yeah. Yeah. We
1: got it. We got it. Remember, this is Mark we're talking about, the guy who you said, or I said, uh, do a futuristic communication and did Morse code. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Uh. All right, we're, today we're talking about our top five Western RPGs. I'm going to start us off today. Start just us off. Because I feel like it. Okay. All
2: right. Hey, I don't no, agree. I agree. All right, then. Go ahead.
1: My number five is Fallout 3. I love that game. It's freaking awesome. It's, uh, I mean, it's essentially an Elder Scrolls game, but, you know, futuristic, Futuristic. guns, and you got your nuclear
0: wasteland, and just gorgeous graphics, gorgeous game. Not just futuristic, sir, but slash post-apocalyptic. I'm gonna spit rhymes at you all day. That was... Oh. Yep. You got me.
1: Uh, there... You guys are such, <laughs> such a, dorks.
0: yeah
2: that was a bad <laughs> high five it was but it was it worked it was mostly um, fingertips, yeah. but
1: no, i mean i fall- fallout three is just it's a great game i it's one that i uh i got on the p c when it first came out, and I didn't think I was gonna like put that much time into it. I honestly was like yeah you know whatever we'll we'll see uh your brother mark actually i was living with him at the time and he he had gotten it. And he let me put it on my computer because he wasn't playing it at all, and I was like, "Yeah, I'll try it out." What the heck? Put it in, and I—I I mean, for like the next like two weeks straight, I was just on that thing, and I went from beginning to end doing as much as I could. I put so yeah. many hours into it; it was crazy. Did you nuke that one town? I didn't. Spoilers, you know me? I'm—I'm a—I'm a. Well, it's not really spoilers because you can choose what to do. Yeah. You oh. Know? So in my story, no, it didn't happen. Nice. Uh, just because I, you know, I, I like playing the good guy first yeah. the next time i played however Nuked i it. blasted that town to heck, to uh, heck. <laughs> but uh yeah so that's my number five fallout
2: three mark Woo! <laughs> my my top five <laughs> is fable shocker.
0: fable one everyone's, favorite. Got? everyone's got? favorite the first series fable. right why it okay. is the first fable well, you can why? go anywhere and do anything yeah justify why
2: because in fable 1 your armor and weapons actually mattered.
0: Okay? In so- fable
2: 2 they took away armor. They're like, "Oh, you're, it's all social now. You just you wear whatever you think looks good and it doesn't actually impact your skills, your stats, whatever." Screw that.
0: Yeah, that seems dumb.
2: Screw that. Uh and then the third one's like, "Oh, and we're going to like simplify the weapon system
0: too." Okay. And your weapons just going to modify based on what you do. Okay, so wait. Okay. <clears throat> So, I'm getting that Fable One. The reason it's on your top five of all time ar- Western RPGs is because they allowed you to wear armor and had stats on it. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> now he's rethinking it. He's like, no, oh, I, crap. I
2: enjoyed the plot. I <laughs> okay. thought it was cool. Um, I liked it too. I liked that it didn't take itself really serious. It was just serious enough. It had that with a little a really cartoony good, vibe. Yeah. yeah. The cartoony, humorous vibe to it. My armor mattered. I could enchant my sword. <laughs> I never tried the rooms.
1: the second or third one, but I, I really liked the first one. I beat it twice. One is really good, and one is really evil. Nice. So, but it, see, was, a good time. it was yeah, it was. But it was I never fun. had any interest to move on. To be honest, never had any interest. To play I, the yeah, I could
2: see that. I mean, I own them. But I haven't played them. <laughs> I I feel like the first one had the best tone out of the series, and it didn't simplify everything for like some misguided attempt to sure. get a larger audience. Right. It was the most RPG of the Fable games. Cool. And that's
0: why it's on my top five. Very good. There good justification, go. sir. I, I, you stepped up to the plate and, and you hit a single. <laughs> 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 I'd say he bunted it. He kind of yeah, bunted yeah. it. But, uh, but uh, it was good. But it was good. It was a you, good you made base. On, solid base hit. Solid base hit. Uh,
1: all right. So Mark's number five, Fable. Brian, what's your number
0: five? My number five is a little... Uh, game i like to call dragon age origins oh you just call it that nobody else does. no everybody else calls it like uh draw origins or something like you know (laughs) draw origins um well uh bioware uh bioware makes this game here um i would like to say it's mass effect in the medieval times but really it didn't really even play like mass effect it played like a very um they tried to pay homage to a lot of, like, the Neverwinter Nights games, and it, yep. it played very, very much like a, almost like a, you know, pseudo-tabletop. I mean, stats mattered. Um, party makeup mattered. I mean, the pause system for queuing up moves. I mean, everything was very... It was a much so... F- you know, I know fans from Mass Effect who were like, oh, Bioware made, like, a medieval... Bio- uh, you know, Mass Effect. Can I just say...
2: Yeah. Uh, what you said really speaks to the sad state of Western RPGs. All
0: right. That you just... That both of us just bragged about how stats matter in certain right. games. Right. No, and not I not other ones. I agree. If you want to be an RPG, I think you gotta have some sort of stats. Yeah. I mean, it's it's what it's what us nerds like, math. Exactly. You know? More math in our games, please. Please Go math. On. Anyway. Um it felt really uh it felt really like it felt like you were playing a tabletop game in a game, right? It was yeah. very and, and and not to mention it was you know, extremely social oriented. Like you go to camp and you talk to all your characters and you really get to know all of their stories and where they come from, who they are. Um, this, the reason it's not as high on my list is I really didn't grapple onto the main story very much. I thought the, I thought the main story was kind of like the arc, the arc fiend or whatever. It was kind of a mm, little bit, you know, blase, but, but other than that, uh, it was still extremely solid. And uh, all the choices. It was typical to Bioware. You had a million choices in each section of the game. There were, like, dozens of choices that affected the overall ending. So Dragon Age Origins is my number five.
1: Very cool. Yep. All right. Moving on to number four. Brian, you and I have the same one.
0: Oh, we we got a little KOTOR on there.
1: We got got, uh, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. Man, yeah. Yep. Solid game. Still a solid game.
0: It's... And and again uh I think the theme here is it played like an RPG. Yep. Uh pick up gear, you know, lightsabers with stats on it. What? That is awesome. <laughs> like it is. It's, you know, something about something gratifying about picking up a piece of loot, seeing a new lightsaber and saying, "Oh my goodness, that increases my attack by 7." You know, may not sound to 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 gamers that aren't us. It may sound really trivial, but I feel like well, in in, in honesty, like I think this was also
1: one of the first times. I mean, there were plenty of Star Wars games before this, but this was the first time you really like got to dive in and feel like you were a part of the Star Wars universe.
0: Yes, and it was done well.
1: Yeah, very, very well. And, I mean, like you know, there's tons of old Star Wars, Dark Forces, and uh, like the uh, the Super Return of the Jedi and Super yep. Star Wars, Super Empire Strikes Back, and stuff. But I mean. It, you're you're kind of just going through the motions in those games. Yeah. This one, you literally felt like you were in control of what was going on, and you actually got to decide the fate of the things that were happening in the Star Wars universe. In the story. And it was, yeah, it was great. And you know what? I, I, I put this one on the list, but I haven't been disappointed with either of them. Yeah. Another so Bioware
0: I, game, too. Absolutely. Yeah, but, I mean,
1: heck... Yeah, I got three Bioware games. That's the same with me. <laughs> <laughs> I just noticed. So it's uh, yeah, definitely it's uh, a fantastic game. Absolutely you really can't say anything. Yep, much about it. So uh, all right. So that's me and Brian at number four yep. with Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic. Solid pick, sir. Good sir, and
0: especially good. <laughs> good, good, good sir, some... good number Where for there's that, there's sir. Good Mark, please take off. Yes, quite white good set. What's your number four? My number four
2: is the Mass Effect trilogy. Ah, well, I mean, we just did a giant review about Mass Effect three, the way it explores these big fundamental sci fi plots, these things that I mean, just huge ideas that bend your mind. Oh yeah. Uh, quite a brilliant plot. If I had to choose one, it would be two, but I'm going to do the trilogy because you guys did the trilogy. I, right. Well, no, absolutely. I, I, I
1: completely agree. And I, I saw that you put two down there. The main reason, because, I mean, Mass Effect is on, well, it's on all of our lists, but uh, I think the main reason, and I guarantee you Brian feels the same way that I do, that I put the trilogy
0: rather than just one game is mm-hmm. you really can't play one game That's in a series and it's, get, get yeah. the experience. It's exactly right. Like when I say in the Mass Effect series, I consider that one game. Like yeah. you can't just play one and be like, oh, I've got what. Right. Or it has to offer, no, it's it's got to be played as a, as a one. Yes, agreed, you know, 100%. Kind of right. like I would assume Xenosaga is. You can't just right. play one of them and be like, oh, okay, there we go. Unless you're me. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but no, I mean, great characters, liked every single one of them, totally identify with them. There's like no option not to do their loyalty missions because you care right. about them that much. Yep. Even Jacob.
0: Yeah. E- uh, even Jacob. He looks like Kanye yo West. Yo, dog, come back later. We'll talk later, yo, dog. <laughs>
2: He, he doesn't talk like that. <laughs> I'm not big on forcing these talks, Shepard. He does say that.
0: Yes, yes. He's not big on them. So that's my number four. Good choice, sir. Sermon.
1: Nice, nice, nice. Thank you. All right, number three. My number three is Drorigen's. <laughs> is. Yes, see? Everyone says Drorigen's. Dragon Age Origins. That was good. That was Of course classic. I was going to say yeah. that. That's classic dragon age origins I mean Brian pretty much spelled it out already. This is uh you know classic tabletop role playing in uh video game form it, it was just uh very the immersion was great in it. I really liked the story and i I mean I haven't beaten it the only the, uh, honestly like if there were more games, like i haven't played the second one if there was a trilogy, it may have gone above mass effect uh simply because i mean i like the the medieval you like the, the, time the period fantasy better. setting um there's just more to mass effect which well, is sure. why it's it's higher up on my list but inquisition
0: but, is coming out very shortly
1: correct but again i haven't even played the second one right. yet and i don't know i don't know how well but in dragon age origins the first one is just it's just a fantastic game i had an absolutely wonderful time with it and uh it's definitely something i'm going to go back and uh replay again in the future just cuz it's definitely there's so much to it. It's a it's a good good solid game. Mm-hmm. So that's my number three, Dragon Age Origins or Origins. I never put the expansion or, to
0: it either. So it's another reason to go back and play. Yeah, yeah. So Awakening, Awakening. Yep, yep. Show enough,
1: uh, Mark. What's your number three, sir?
2: My number three is The Elder Scrolls Oblivion. Bold? <gasps> Bold what choice, <gasps> sir? Oh, Oblivion. Oblivion. Not Skyrim. Why? This is a tough choice for me. I mean, they're they're all so good. Yep. But uh, I liked, you know, it's the classic RPG setting, being in the lush forests, the the lakes and rivers. I felt like Skyrim was a little more, you know, was, you're up in the snow mountains. everywhere you go. Mountains. I mean, mountains. It's kind of gray and dreary. Yeah, that's true. So it had that classic feel to it. And also, I just, I felt the missions, the missions were more varied, more interesting than in Skyrim. And that's basically I mean, it's, it's <laughs> right. other than that it's basically the same game it's a yeah i didn't like the level scaling no there you go there you
1: It's go. A, it's a personal preference i mean uh, there's there's a lot of people who don't like oblivion we were talking about this before um i honestly don't understand why i thought it was a fantastic game when it came out i just like skyrim better just because it's bigger yeah, yeah. that's, that's true more to it, but i i as far as the the atmosphere and the uh the uh the layout of the land and what it looks like and everything i i agree 100 percent I think more games should should have you know looks like that. Yeah, because it was it was gorgeous.
2: Mm-hmm. All right. I also oh one more thing I liked the leveling system better because it was sort of like you you level up everything just by doing it versus Skyrim where you just get like a perk every time you level up. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And
2: yeah, then yeah, you yeah. just spend your perk point. Right. That's way simpler and not as enjoyable for me. True enough.
1: Got to have that math. Yep. Uh all right so that's Mark's number 3 The Elder Scrolls Oblivion Oblivs Brian
0: what's your number 3 sir Mine is The Elder Scrolls Skyrim <gasps> Oh man Uh Skyrim came out and I started playing it and next thing I know I've put in like 90 hours and I was
1: <laughs> like whoa You just blinked and there it was Yeah
0: um phenomenal story uh I like the Nord area kind of saying to my heart a little bit dragons like i said we've we've i've ranted many times about uh reusing the same like elves dwarves right etc but uh dragons would be my like one exception that i just love them so much that i don't even care um dragons done right these guys looked cool very menacing you know when you see one flying around and it's roaring and killing everything you're you're just like whoa i'm fighting a dragon yeah, you actually felt impressive. like you were fighting a dragon. You know, it was like that's true. It was uh, a pretty fun experience. Tons of side quests. Mark is right. Uh, does lose a little bit of points for being a little bit too simplistic. Um, still had an enchanting system and in, in stats on, on gear, mm-hmm. but you know the leveling up was basically just perk. Solid. Yeah, but if I had
2: to give it one more criticism, it would be that after you have fought fifty dragons, then it got a little tired. No longer. That rewarding of an experience. Yeah, oh, but yeah,
0: I, yeah. I, I did like that they kind of, the dragons kind of got well, m- yeah, that's more. That's true. You know, the elder dragons but sort But of also, I out. mean, you could like pick certain types of magic
2: because there's only certain types of dragons you were going right. to encounter, so you could totally just plan ahead
0: for that. Right. So. Yeah, yeah,
1: but I mean, that's with any game. You, the more you play it, the it more was, you're going to get used to the mechanics and the things that are going on in the world. It was that
0: first experience of exactly. fighting a dragon. You that's were like, definitely whoa. true. That, that yeah. first time. Wow. Yeah. Yep. So that's it. Elder Scrolls Skyrim. Very solid. All right.
1: Number 2. My number 2 is the Mass Effect trilogy. I loved it. It was fantastic. As I said, it's not even like the the uh not genre, but the atmosphere I typically go for. I'm not I'm right. not big into the futuristic, the sci-fi stuff. I like it, but it's not, you know, not my go-to uh
0: you're the reverse of me you don't mind the just like i don't mind the medieval setting Mm -hmm. it's not like i hate it it's not what i prefer you're the opposite correct yeah yeah but i mean that speaks to how
1: good this series was because it's it's up here for me it really is just an unbelievable story from beginning to end and you know the choices you get to make and the impact that you have on what happens like you can save everybody or you can doom an entire race
0: (laughs) right mark (laughs)
2: Uh, That's (laughs) unfortunately right.
0: And you can actually feel such guilt about it that you'll go back and and redo it. Replay four hours of the game. Yep, (laughs) But it it really
1: is, if you... Anytime, honestly, that I've heard people criticize the Mass Effect games, and and this is just my own personal experience from the people that I've talked to, if they have something negative to say about it, they either haven't played it themselves, it's just something they've heard... regurgitate. Correct. Or... They've only played like you know a, a small sliver of like they've only played the first one or something, right? And they're like, oh no, I hated how they did this and blah, blah blah and stuff like that. This this is one of those things that that takes what worked about one game and makes it better in the next one. Um, it, the second, third one are kind of debatable. It depends on who you ask. I felt that the whole series got better as it went along. I liked the second one the best, but there are a lot of things in the third one that it did better than the second one right. as well. So it, it's just it really is. It's not just a story in a game; it's an experience. Oh yeah! So I, I, you know, I can't say enough good things about it. Uh, Mass Effect trilogy, my number two.
2: Mark, number two. My number two is Fallout. Two.
0: Why not one? I'm curious to find out why. So I haven't
2: played one. Oh,
0: <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> if you had, it. that would probably would be over two. Yeah. yeah. Uh, go ahead. go ahead.
2: This is probably the first RPG I played on a PC. So really. Fun fact. Did everything you... about the game just stuck out to me. It inspired me as a youngster. The art style, the, the gritty post-apocalyptic setting. I hadn't seen anything like that before. So so even though those are kind of like played out tropes at this point, for me at the time, it was something really special. Having I mean, going around with chain guns and killing enemies and then taking everything on their body. Not just yeah. like, not like a... Final Fantasy game where you might get a potion after a battle, going yeah. and taking everything off, looting of looting them. them basically. Right, was something something Definitely. I hadn't experienced very much before. Uh, the battle system was incredible. The fact that you can go in and target individual body parts, and this is turn based. It's not like what you experienced in Fallout Three. It's fully turn based, and you do this every time you attack them. And it's not like a separate system that you spend points on to do it. System, right? So you can choose to cripple them if you want to or you know shoot them in the head and that was that level of depth was really special to me and i think that's why i'm so obsessed with stats and stuff now
1: yeah well, yeah, molded the way you think about games that's right sure heck yeah so good reason yep all right mark's number two fallout
0: two brian what's your number two sir my number two is the witcher series I'm pretty sure you guys can all... This, I'm going to preface this by saying I'm pretty sure everyone in the audience and you guys can guess what my number one is. This series, The Witcher series, uh, by this time next year has a very good chance, if The Witcher 3 has it looks is as is, is, is good as it looks, to topple uh, my number one. Um, it is already at my number two favorite Western RPG. Technically, it's not Western because it was done over in Europe, but we're going to get into semantics later. Um, it plays like a Western RPG, um, and it and it's, another, it's certainly not a JRPG. And, and another thing that uh, JJ said in his last one was, it's set in the medieval setting, and I'm generally not drawn to that. But this game is incredible. It uh, it doesn't have it's 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 its own it's its own IP. Basically, it's got its own lore and mythology to it. There's no elves. There's no you know. There's dwarves. Yes, knock it's knocked for that. But it's got its own mythos, you know, the witchers hunting demons that are, you know, the, you know, the straga and all that it stuff. It feels a little brothers grimmy. That's exactly right. Yes, very brothers grimmy. Kind of hunting the evil witch, you know, the, or the evil fairy tales. Right. Basically. Um man, now one is rough and if one was the only one that was out, this witcher series may not be uh on so high on my list, but the two is so good. It's carrying one on its back for me. I mean, 2 is fantastic uh i can't say enough good things about the witcher series and i'm hoping this time my next year I, i'll have a new number one series of all time very cool no
1: i think i think you and i should get ps4s together when we go and just sh- because can we should we just go buy them together can we hold hands uh well i'm gonna be holding my box my ps4 box so how about we can hold we them. can look into each other's eyes as we walk tour cars absolutely okay and, probably drop it or something yeah that's okay but I think we should totally buy them together I think it'd be sweet why uh, just so we can be like hey Mark look we have
2: PS4 <laughs> and, and then I'll say uh, connect uh, please console me connect and then it will say I'm sorry I didn't understand and then, what I <laughs> mean no
0: no he'll no. this is what'll happen JJ and I will walk out of the store looking into each other's eyes with the PS4 walk right up to Mark and say hey look m- hey Mark look what we bought and you'll go consult your connect and it won't say anything and then JJ will go out the next week, and we'll buy Xbox One without the Connect, and we'll walk into each other's. <laughs> eyes. We'll walk to our cars, looking into each other's eyes, and we'll be like, "Hey, Mark, look what we got!" And you'll go, "I hate you, Connect. I hate you." <laughs> that's probably
2: going to be the case. <laughs> oh, I man. still have faith, but
1: you still have faith in the Connect? Yeah, that's. What I, I, I still believe that's that something could
2: prove it to be valuable. I appreciate your, but optimism. we're in the middle of the top five right now. <laughs> right. So, but sidetrack. No, move along. Over. Move along. Sidetrack over.
1: Oh man. Alright, so, let's get into our number ones. Woo! Number one. My number one Western RPG of all time is The Elder Scrolls Skyrim. Skyrim. I mean, what what can I say that hasn't been said about this game already before? For me, this game was a, a massive time sink. Just like Brian said, you, you play it, you turn it on, and you blink, and, you know, 90 hours have passed. You're like, you're whoa, like whoa, whoa. What <laughs> just happened? Yeah. Where am I? There are... You know, I know Brian said the story in this game is good, but, I mean, you know, which one? There's so many in it. There are a lot of stories to it's it. It's crazy. And, you know what? Honestly, my favorite part are the little ones. Yeah, they oh, yeah. get Like, just, just exploring a, an abandoned tower that has uh, little journals sitting around that you, you read the pages from, and you find out what happened uh, to this guy who's been exploring it deeper and deeper. You find out at the end he died from some weird disease that turned him into a grotesque creature that all of a sudden shows up in front of you and you're like oh my gosh i have to kill the guy that i've been reading about and blah blah i mean the game is just there's so much to it it's really really
2: again there's nothing i can say that that hasn't been said about it before it's freaking skyrim yeah oh yeah there's a a underground dungeon that's like a size of the fourth of the map uh
0: where the falmer are yeah Yeah. oh yeah yeah that's that's huge
2: that's a big deal that's a, crazy. Deal. that's a big deal. That's a big
0: deal. That's a mega deal, Mark.
1: <laughs> uh, all right. So that's my number one, The Elder Scrolls Skyrim. Mark, what's your number one? Tell us about it. My
2: number one is a total hipster pick.
0: Yes, it is.
1: <laughs> I probably it, shouldn't have picked it. Say
0: it in a coffee shop with <laughs> Which your Which website did you look this off of? Uh, Say it, no, Mark, no website. Hold on, Mark, Get Mark, Mark, here, Mark, say it. I want you to say this. Number one with a fedora on in a coffee shop. Hold on, I'm tipping my fedora right now. Okay,
2: My number one is Ultima 3 Exodus.
1: I don't like pictures. <laughs>
2: sorry. Okay, why? Ultima 3 Exodus. That was probably the second RPG I ever played after Final Fantasy 1. And it was so different from Final Fantasy 1. Yeah, Came out in 1983. So it's super old. What? Wait a minute. I was...
1: You're super old. <laughs> Thanks. You're, Thanks a lot. I was born in 1983.
2: You're a skeleton. So, um... <laughs> I hope when you leave today, you trip. That's not nice. No? You know what? You're not nice. Ultima 3. <laughs> uh, super popular game at the time. I wasn't even born yet. So, obviously, I'm playing it much later on. It's... It's from Richard Garriott. Ah. Origin. Considered to be the inspiration for both Dragon Age... Dragon Quest. And Final (laughs) Fantasy. Got that? Did you hear his like... (laughs) 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 It's super cool. The things you can do in that game, it's so much more freeform than any other RPG that came out at the time. Well, any of the JRPGs that came out at the time, at the very least. Uh, However... If I played it today, I would be miserable because it is not (laughs) user-friendly. I think it took me... Okay, well, hold on. In its defense, defense, when you start the game, you have to make a party of, like, four people, and you're going to choose their class and their stats, and it's totally as in-depth... Oh, there's that stats again. It's totally as in-depth as making a character in D&D, but you're making four of them, and you have no idea what the significance of the stats are. (laughs) <laughs> so
1: you're just blindly... So you're just, oh, I don't know. See, I can't, like... I, I mean, I can give you crap, but I can't really justify it because... I mean, you're, obviously you're making this based purely on nostalgia. Right. Um, Which, you know, is... You listen to the show, that's my list usually, yeah. almost mm-hmm. always. So I completely understand where you're coming from. I've never played this before, uh, but, I mean, a game that hits you that hard... Right. I, I, I mean, I, I know, I can tell you personally, that no matter how you look at it nowadays... Like you said, it might suck now, but it's always gonna it's always just gonna give you that feeling like this game is right here. It might exactly
2: guess, you know yeah So. hear hear, I hear you, I hear, hear you. It was the first game that I played.
1: There's some people that don't feel anything towards games though at all. I'm <sighs> looking at you, Brandon <laughs> yep,
2: I'm just gonna end my number one on this the first game I ever played where you can kill. Uh, Non-aggressive NPCs Yes And then have the entire town Trying to kill you And then you have to reset (laughs) (laughs) Like do they never stop chasing you? I mean they're They know that you kill everyone So they're coming after you They have like all the guards in the town can't you like kill one And then run out of
1: town and run away And then come back later And they'll be like Oh I don't remember you (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm. I played it like 20 years ago Ah. So I don't know I don't Ah. think so though I think there's a reputation system in there that would permanently remember you as a murderer. I gotcha. Alright, cool. So, Mark's number one. Ultima 3 Exodus.
1: Brian, should we even
0: I'm just going to say it. It's Mass Effect Trilogy. You guys have heard me gush about this a million times. What is Mass Effect Trilogy like? Um, It's like going down a water slide on a roller coaster on the beach. Drinking, at the Schlitterbahn. At the Schlitterbahn. Drinking Mai Tai's. While sleep, whilst sleeping with a very famous supermodel in the NFL while you're being paid millions of dollars. And watching Power Rangers. It, yeah, with dragons. Right. No, Mass Effect Trilogy. Don't make it weird. Mass Effect Trilogy, guys, it is The Witcher is the only series that has potential to knock that off its high horse, which I'm hoping it does. I'm hoping it does. For a medieval game, A a setting for the medieval to knock off a sci-fi game for me would be huge and i'm i hope they're i hope cd project red is up to the challenge because that's why they're making that's why they're making the game because they want to knock mass effect off my high high horse i'm gonna say
2: if if the witcher 3 is nothing like the witcher i'm super excited yeah uh, exactly right Uh, hold on hold on
0: (laughs) the witcher 2 is nothing like the witcher Oh, that's good. Yeah. Well, then I'm, te- I'm super excited. I'm yeah. telling you right now, when you play The Witcher 2, you're going to go, oh, okay. That's why everyone loves this series. Yeah, We'll have to see. Mm-hmm. No, but
1: I, I understand where you're coming from. I mean, it's Final Fantasy VI, my favorite game. I've said this thousands of times. I don't like steampunk very much.
0: I know. It's weird. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Mass Effect Trilogy, my number one WRPG. Surprise, surprise. Um, bring it on. <laughs> Are you challenging the <laughs> listeners to come up with a better number 1? Yep. Don't know. <laughs> Bring on your number 1s. Uh, okay,
2: please rebut McIntyre uh Brian with a better number 1. You can uh you can actually go to our uh if you go to our
1: forums, you can every time we we release a new episode with a top 5, I go there and I post our top 5s on there and then uh you know everybody else comes in and posts theirs too, so we we'd love to Yeah, I'd love hear to tell you how wrong you say. are. <laughs> I like reading other people's top fives too because right. there's been a few times where I'm like, oh my gosh, I forgot about that. Yeah, game, you know where they'll bring up something and you go, crap. Yeah, absolutely.
2: And so then uh, remaster the episode.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um You guys got anything else? No, I think that about uh some some wraps it. Sounds good. Okay. Uh on a on a real quick side note, I just want to thank all of our listeners and everybody else. Uh this is episode thirty and uh you know it's been it's been a wild ride and a lot of fun so far. Hopefully we can keep doing it and keep going strong. Absolutely.
0: So just want to give a big thank you to everybody for uh for sticking with us and uh giving us a chance. I mean, if you think about it, thirty episodes is one third of ninety and ninety is ninety percent to a No, we are so.
1: we are coming up on yeah. it's true, and ninety divided by three is thirty. 30. Which divided by ten. Is three. Half-Life 3 confirmed. Half-life three. Oh, <laughs> oh, we did it. Oh, he <laughs> us. You
0: guys got it here first. Uh, Half-Life <laughs> 3 confirmed. We are. Uh, can I ask you guys a question? Uh, cause I feel no. Like, I feel like we're going to do this. On the 108th episode, what are we doing?
2: Oh. So, so we get special? Yeah, I'll like, handle Mark's that. Mark's going to okay. do the whole episode <laughs> okay. like okay. that. Yeah, Mark's going to be like, it is. the 108th episode, guys. <laughs> and I'll be like, God, too many episodes. Just too many episodes. <laughs> I want to say uh, this is the thirtieth episode, which is a huge milestone in itself, and it's also just about the anniversary of when you first got us all together to talk about the idea of this podcast. Yeah, it is. And uh, I want to thank you for bringing me in on that. Absolutely, been a great experience. Oh, I couldn't have done without you. Nothing but honored. Truthfully,
0: pat in your chest.
1: No, honestly, it's it's been an amazing ride, and uh, I mean, I couldn't have done it without both of you. So, and like I, I said, I
0: appreciate it. I asked about the hundred eighth episode because I expect us to be there. I think oh, yeah. we're gonna
1: do one hundred seven, and then like, and then we're done. gonna do the next one. Will be like, <laughs> uh, hello and welcome to the frozen north. We got episode one hundred seven point one here.
2: <laughs> yes, <it laughs> <The> frozen North, <laughs> And Mark's was like, what? The frozen hi guys, north. What, season what two, it? episode one. And then <laughs> yeah. a year,
0: and then a year later, JJ's like, hi guys, thank you for coming, and welcome to episode two point four. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Season two, episode
0: one. That'll be great.
1: <laughs> Alright, I think that's all I got. Uh, any anybody else got anything?
2: <sighs>
1: Alright then. With that, that is the Frozen North signing off for episode thirty. We will see you again next week. My
0: name is JJ. My name is Mark. And my name is Speaking Spell. Just <laughs> that kinda of sounds yeah, like yes, it. Yeah. my name is Brian. <laughs>
1: All right. Thanks for listening and keep on gaming.
2: song was made available via the creative commons attribution license the song somewhere in the stars was written and produced by soundcloud user underscore twc